We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for June 1st, 2021. I'm getting started a day later than I wanted to. Um, the, And I'm going to get into this a little bit later, but, you know, we talked a lot about for the last, oh my word, how long has it been now? <laughs> 16 months, whatever it's been, ever since COVID's uh, reared its ugly head, <clears throat> that... <clears throat> The mutated version, or, or this this COVID that was released in Wuhan, China, originally, very very much fizzled out once it got beyond the walls of containment out of Wuhan, where they didn't have twenty thousand five G base stations that were making everything exponentially worse, that were were literally just sucking the oxygen out of people from the five G. <clears throat> Wuhan was a test bed to see under perfect conditions, under an unmutated version, how COVID-19 would play out. And I believe it was a really big deal when it began. Once it escaped containment and you didn't have, and then you have the ACE2 gene, which is much, much higher in Oriental people, which is also a thing that was another factor. There were other factors too. I, I, they're all crammed in there like sardines too. Okay, in, in Wuhan, China. There was a lot of factors that made that the perfect storm. Then it escaped containment, which they obviously wanted. Uh, got out, <clears throat> got to other parts of the earth where 5G wasn't near as saturated, where ACE2 genes weren't near as high, where people weren't crammed in. And then the mutations started occurring. And when something like that mutates, it typically becomes less virulent. So they that is a, in a big answer uh in a big way an answer to prayer answer to prayers but nevertheless they had already committed to this now this is something they've been planning for decades the globalist elite you know they had all these meetings prior to this where they were gaming all these scenarios and therefore they had already pushed all their poker chips in on this one uh bet knowing or, or wanting this to turn into this big gigantic horrific pandemic where they could lock us all down and and say you've got to get the vaccines and you've got to get the testing and they, they still kind of did that it's just they didn't have as much leverage because it hadn't actually panned out the way that they wanted it to um <clears throat> so they've done all these underhand sleight of hand tricks in the process that we have covered ad infinitum in the last whatever 16 17 months but now we've got the vaccinated who are shedding their spike proteins. And these are mutated versions of this COVID Franken virus. And now it really is a big deal. Okay. Now it really is something that, um, <clears throat> but it's all coming from the vaccinated. But the unvaccinated will undoubtedly be blamed for that in some way shape or form and saying oh well you weren't vaccinated that's why you got it even though the vaccinated are getting testing positive for covid they're they're dying and in, in having unbelievably bad adverse effects which is all being suppressed in the news cycle i just re-released my updated covid kill shot uh <clears throat> documented statistics newest numbers from the cdc which we're going to cover today now remember this is probably about one percent of the actual number if it's even that i don't know 
and I'll just I'll just click on that real quick just to go over the first couple numbers just to kind of reiterate what I'm saying here okay so the newest numbers from there the the now this is straight from the government straight from the CDC vaccine adverse event reporting system mass murder I, I entitled mass murder CDC USA deaths 4863 now remember on average they admit that one percent of the injuries that are actually injuries or deaths are actually reported bears if you don't fall within that 15 minute window of death once you get the kill shot they don't have to report it and if you're a doctor or whoever's recording this and you're being paid by the pharmaceutical companies and you make your living by pushing their agenda then there may be a low likelihood that you're going to bite the hand that feeds you that's normally the way it works out. So they're admitting already to 48, which is more than, and, then, and I, I'm sure this is up to like, I don't even know how many, 21 years at last count. There's more deaths from this kill shot right now than the last 21 years of all deaths combined that they've admitted to. 21 years. When they had the swine flu or the, uh, yeah, I think it was, was it the swine flu back in the 70s, they shut that kill shot down at 50 deaths. 50 they openly admit to that but now we've got basically just say 5,000 deaths within a very short period of time say six and a half months okay and um <clears throat> i'm sorry really five and a half months because I'm, I'm talking starting at around mid-december we've got what they're admitting to about 5,000 deaths um, hundreds of thousands of adverse reactions in 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 Europe, the European database, ten thousand five hundred and seventy deaths, four hundred and five thousand plus injuries, four over four hundred thousand injuries in Europe alone. This kill shot should have been shut down about two or three days into the when they first started injecting it. But because it is such an overt satanic kill depopulation, transhumanism turn you into a only God knows what, full full of nanotech, rewriting your DNA agenda. They're just the gloves are off. Satan is fully out in the open. And they don't care anymore. None of the parameters that ever applied in the past to vaccines, as lax as those were, apply now. Nothing. It's a whole new, wonderful ball game. Yeah, CDC death toll falling experimental injections. Now this is old. This was like, I don't know, six weeks ago. Now more than 21 years of recorded vaccine deaths from VAERS. The death toll falling just the COVID vaccine. So... No, nothing to see here. Just keep moving. Nothing to. It, they're safe and effective. They're 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 effective at killing you, and maiming you. That's about the only thing I see they're really effective at. So, I've been um, <clears throat> I've been fighting this off. I'm convinced it was that for the last few days. Now I'm fine. I'm doing a study today. Rick Wiles, on the other hand, evidently is on death's door, and a lot of people in his congregation are. And I, I, and I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But 
I really believe a big difference is how much of the supplements that your body needs to have to have a strong immune system are are were they doing as opposed to like me i'm my biggest weakness is my immune system and this started coming on a few days ago for me i just didn't feel right i just felt like this is weird i just i felt like wow i got to start taking a whole bunch of vitamin c and calcium and zinc and selenium and iodine and in in silver and i've been doing some oregano um all the stuff i recommend all the stuff i carry and um <clears throat> i'm fine never really got in me but when i prayed about it the instant i prayed about it what came into my mind was you know taylor's out and about a lot and she comes back home and then i interact with her and that's how it happens people are shedding spike proteins out and the, the the population's increasingly getting vaccinated and if you have a job where you're interacting with people you're going to be exposed to that if you're out shopping if you're out whatever and then you bring it back home so that was i instantly got convicted that was what was what was doing this because it was different and i haven't really had any issues in the last since this whole thing started i haven't really had any issues at all um but <clears throat> i had three kind of off days but i was able to still work i was able to still fuck i'm doing the study today i'm not going to pray today because i really have to be in the right headspace and that was the really big prayer i'm going to push it to next week now you all please go ahead and pray it's just when I pray those prayers, I really want to be in the right headspace mentally. And I, I just don't, I'm not quite up for that one today. Um, and I don't, don't, I, I don't want to do something half-hearted. So <clears throat> this is a big deal now is the point I'm trying to make with the spike proteins that they're shedding. I mean, this is the Frankenshots of all Frankenshots. And you just need to maintain the highest level of immunity that you can especially if that's not a uh strong point for you overall in your con in your constitution everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses bodily some people also respond a lot better to different nutrients than others uh, for taylor she doesn't really get a lot of benefit from vitamin c i don't understand that because that's the, the main thing i feel like i got to do that and calcium when i feel stuff you know um, some people just do the silver and they do great on that. Now their body may be much better at conserving vitamin C and, um, maybe they're getting these other cofactors from different areas in their diet. And that, that's how you could explain some of this. Uh, but we're all different. And so anyway, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that later. I don't want to really belabor that too much, but, uh, <clears throat> the first report. So we're going to do today. I just saw this Owen Schroyer from InfoWars crashes the death cult abortion rally in, I believe, Austin, which has a very high, high liberal, uh, new age, uh, witch, pro-death population. And I'm just, I'm going to play some of this. I just want you to really understand that, that Satan really is coming out in the open. And this is another great example of this. He's got his kill shot out in the open. He's got the whole COVID, uh, uh, horrific depopulation eugenics 
transhumanism agenda right out in the open. Uh, the abortion crowd is more bold than ever. And I, I entitled this, um, Listen to the Demon-Possessed Hordes Go Insane and Hail Satan. Because that's all part of the abortion crowd now. And the other people there don't have a problem with it. Because inherently they know they're on Team Satan. It's not like they're saying, get out of here, we don't, we don't need that kind of bad press. I mean, maybe some, but I didn't see it. They're literally having a witchcraft ceremony there. These witches dressed up in these scarlet red robes, standing there creepily in the back of the abortion rally. Evidently there to, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're casting witchcraft magic protection over the event, doing only God knows what. It's that out in the open now i, I kind of like it i would rather things be out in the open than, than everything be hidden and, and not known and and the christians don't know what to pray for the christians don't know what kind of battle they're in now most most people that would call themselves christians are going to just shriek back into a corner and do nothing and most churches the 501c3 churches will do the exact same thing they don't want to rock the boat they don't want no 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 you know no it's fine just let them sacrifice the babies. Let them let them overtly do the abortion. Don't don't really fight it at all. You know that's more important that you don't don't offend Satan and his crowd than you know you actually take a stand against this stuff. Because if the five hundred one c three churches actually mobilized across America and started coming against this, you could shut it down overnight. There's a church on almost every, you know, how many churches per town? But they won't do it because. They're on that same path that the occultists are on, most of them. They're on the same path to the one world religion. They're lukewarm, like the Bible talks about in Revelation 3, the Laodicean church. They're blind, naked, wretched before God, but they think they're okay with God. Now, I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect either. I'm just I'm just telling you, it's so blatant and obvious, though. I mean, so let's just, just listen to about well, around eight minutes of this. Um, now, you're not going to be able to see it, but you'll hear it. And there is um, some profanity in this and mature content. So, uh, but I, I just felt like that this, I wanted to uh, play this. So, go ahead, play this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm walking through downtown Austin, Texas today. Now, this is at the very beginning, nobody's paying a lot of attention to him because they don't know. Um, He's just, he's, he's incognito. But then he's not even there with a bullhorn or anything. He, he's just kind of walking around filming himself with a, with a, like a phone. And then he starts kind of piping up and then they, and then they, the hordes start coming over to him to accost him. And not only that, he's by himself, which, um, when you, they, they, they love that because it's just like, you know, jackals and hyenas. They try to pick the weakest one off in the herd and isolate that one so that they can jump on and that's the exact same mentality you're going to see here when um i can remember when taylor and i we were driving by Asheville. we were going to take a vacation in, in um i think gatlinburg i was when we went to gatlinburg and um we we saw like off of um Asheville, we saw this big this something really big and i don't we were just like what is this big gigantic um thing 
going on. Some big whatever. So we didn't really know. Just kind of got there, parked. All these people walking in this thing. And it was this, I think it was called Morality Monday. And it was where all the lukewarm churches would get together who were pro-abortion. Literally, pro-abortion churches. I don't know if they're still doing this in North Carolina. And they would get together and pontificate about how wonderful a woman's choice is and all this other garbage. And there was just a tiny, we ended up walking in and there's this literally thousands and thousands and thousands of death cult, evil, wicked people from the pits of hell that were all pro-abortion. They were all there to, you know, we're here on the side of real righteousness to kill our babies anyway. And we got the church supporting us. How do you like that? And there was a very, very small little tiny handful of Christians there. And the one guy that was the most bold was this guy that was holding up. He was dressed in like a uh, surgical outfit. And he was holding up some big thing on a pole. I forget what it was. It was something very, 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 I think it was maybe pictures of aborted babies and stuff like that. And, oh, they just started swarming. I immediately got convicted over that. I went right right behind the guy and I, I put my hand on it. I said, I got you, brother. I said, I got your back. Something like that or whatever. And I walked around with him. And um, I was just looking around glaring at, at people. If they wanted to, like, accost this guy, they were going to have to kind of get through me first. And... Um, that was totally unscheduled. <laughs> this happened. This caused my witness. And finally, you know, he kind of walked around and they were all screaming and yelling and going nuts. And then he finally kind of walked back to where the small amount of Christians were and the cops were. Because the cops were nowhere to be found other than on the periphery. And then, you know, he got a little bit of protection there. Um, and, yeah, I remember that. And it reminded me of this event with Owen Schroyer. Except the event I was at, there was thousands and thousands more than there are here. And we were surrounded by, I mean, people that wanted to kill us. Absolutely. But I'm like, hey, if it's my time, whatever. This is a good way to go out. This is a good death for God. If they were, And, and the, the only thing about that is you got to get through the Lord Jesus Christ. You got to get through his angels. You got to get through the blood of Jesus Christ, which I pled over this whole place and against you. You workers of iniquity, of darkness, who, who come here and, and feign like you're on the side of righteousness. And you're, you love death. And the Bible says, Jesus, or the, the Bible says, where God says, all they that hate me love death. And that's these people in a nutshell. They love death. So I'm just going to let this Owen talk here. And I hear a bunch of cheering and a bunch of noise, and I'm thinking, oh, what's going on at the Capitol? Well, sure enough, there's a death cult event out here today. I'm in the middle of a death cult right now. Amen. That's pro-abortion. That are out here because Texas signed a heartbeat bill, and these people want to murder babies. Now so I'm assuming what he means is they sign a heartbeat bill, meaning that when you can detect a heartbeat, you can't abort your baby. I'm assuming that's what he's meaning. So they're there in mass to represent Satan because they don't want that bill. They want to make sure that it doesn't matter if the baby's heart's beating. 
it doesn't matter. They want to be able to abort babies all the way up to pray, all, all the way up to delivery, and then afterward. That's what they they are there to represent. Okay, so I want to give you more clarification. Same people that say Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives don't matter in a womb. No. More people, more Black people will die from abortion. Been from any crime. So here's the first lady, hail Satan with her big hairy armpits, um, and it's mostly women. Okay, I mean it's it's vast majority women. They tend to gravitate to this. I guess they think it's my body, my choice, or whatever. You know, what about the body of the baby that you're killing? What what right does that? They don't the, they don't believe the baby has any choice at all. I can kill my own baby. Well, what if your mother felt felt the same way about you? You wouldn't be here. You would be dead. Are you are you are you happy that she didn't feel the same way about you? Cuz my mom was was really pro abortion. She sent money to planned parenthood. I mean, that's the kind of environment I grew up in. I, I was pro abortion. I didn't know. I mean, before I was saved, I didn't I didn't have any idea. And um I can remember when Taylor was born. That was the key thing. I went to my mom about the planned parenthood thing. I said, "Mom, I said, the deal is, mom, is that because my mom, my, my parents absolutely loved Taylor. I mean, just absolutely. That was the light of their life. And I said, hey, mom, how would you have felt knowing that how you feel about Taylor now if I would have aborted Taylor? How'd that make you feel, mom? And boy, that shut her down. Woo! Oh, I love arguments like that that are succinct. And gets you right in the heart. And I wasn't doing it to be mean, but I'm, I'm bringing up a valid point. A valid point. She would march in Planned Parenthood. She would have been in a place like this. She marched in Planned Parenthood things or, or went to those rallies in Fort Myers when, when I was living there. But boy, that shut her down. And she and and um she stopped giving to them. And then, you know, I think that's I think that's part of the reason it helped her get saved. I really do because God was seeing this change in my mom. And then I was ultimately able to lead her to the Lord, basically kind of in one of her last coherent moments on the planet when she, she just stroked out. And the only thing she had left working was her brain because her body wasn't working. And I, I've done that whole teaching. It's called my mom's passing. If you want to hear that, did one of my dad's passing. He passed away about a year before my mom and it was all by design. God's plan to get them saved now they got saved through severity but you know a thousand years from now it's all good all it's going to matter is if they're in heaven or hell you know i understand there's rewards and things like that but you know what i mean i think so anyway we have the first wonderful person here and i'm i'm it says she's got a sign it says hail satan she's screaming hail satan she's got her big hairy armpits and um evidently the the bodily hygiene of a, of a lot of these women was really bad because owen was saying how bad they stink that's <laughs> nice it's a nice touch it's a nice touch um and i think the sign says say f greg i think it's greg abbott is their governor i, I don't know something like that because i guess he signed this heartbeat bill i'm assuming i could be off on that but and then it says, so it says, F Greg, hail Satan. So, I mean, this is literally the first person that he's encountering at this. I mean, how much more real can it get? 
Do you know if you had your, your eyes open to see how many devils and demons are operating at this venue, you, you would not even believe it. You'd be floored. Wow, you actually brought that. You actually brought that sign out here, didn't you? Babies don't have any rights, but you know, as long as you mama baby butchers and have your rights, that's all that really matters. Now, I understand it's more involved in the moms, but for the most part, it's 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 very very much female dominated at this event. Yeah, God So she's just screaming. I'm not even going to repeat that. Just the most blasphemous thing that her satanically possessed mind could even possibly think of, she just basically said. So may her tongue turn black and rot out of her maggot-infested head in the sight of all men. Why? That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory, according to Psalm 64. Because she is a reprobate devil from the pit of hell. And when reprobate devils from the pits of hell prosper, nothing good ever comes of it. So yes, I pray if it be possible her soul be saved. I do. But if not, may, you know, what I just said. We don't, we don't, I mean, it's like, imprecatory prayers are like non-existent in modern day church. Oh no, whatever. okay, well, is there no biblical application at all to imprecatory prayers then? Keep, see my teaching on it because isn't aren't we supposed to like look at the whole bible and aren't there things we can glean from the whole bible yeah i think there is see my teaching on imprecatory prayers ladies and gentlemen i'm in a death call i mean what she just said was so bad i i, I don't want to repeat it. it's I, I don't even it's one of the most sick things i've ever heard to feel to me in a death call okay so now you've got your butch uh, basically dyke lesbian here with her butched haircut and she's the one that follows him around and try and it's it's amazing because they're always about you know free speech and all the in and or as long as it's their speech but nobody else has any right to free speech if it opposes their satanic agenda and all these people are just living evidence of that because they don't think he has any right to speak at all or be there and um they're the ones they're the only ones that have the rights because they represent satan and satan is the right way this is how sick they are in the heads so you need to be worried about these people if they'll kill innocent babies they'll kill you amen these are the genocidal maniacs like the nazis these are the genocidal maniacs like the communist chinese if they'll kill an innocent baby, if they will murder an innocent baby, an innocent life, what do you think they'll do to you? They think you're guilty of racism. You're guilty of being a bigot, an insurrectionist. You're guilty of all these things. And they'll kill innocent babies. They'll kill innocent babies. They'll kill so, so they're all come, all these, these feminazi devil witches are coming up to him, telling him, get out, get out, get out. Like... Okay, we he can't be there because it's their little satanic uh, little meeting there, and he's got no right to be there because, in their eyes, you know they they're the uh, they have the moral high ground. This is a death cult. You give these people power, they turn into mass genocidal murderers. This is a genocidal death cult, ladies and gentlemen. 
Black Lives Matter, but not in a womb, right? Yep. Yeah. That's what a cult... By the way, that's how cults operate. Don't talk to other people. That's a cult. This is a death cult. Amen. And you know what's sad? They're out here and they're upset because of a heartbeat bill. So a baby has a heartbeat and they want to stop it. Yep. Now think about this. They'll take all of your freedoms if it saves one life, right? Remember all those, oh, if it saves one yeah, life. exactly. If it saves one life. Exactly. But how many people... They'll are go nuts over George Floyd, the, 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 the demon-possessed, drug-addled, career criminal, career drug addict, woman-beating uh, felon, lifelong felon, porn star. And that was probably all staged from what I had seen. They'll go absolutely nuts over that. Black Lives Matter run by three high-level voodoo African witches on record. Go nuts over something like that, but you can kill millions of babies since Roe versus Wade, and that's perfectly fine. 100% right down the line. Because, see, that fits Satan's agenda. It, it all They've got a rubber ruler, and they just try to stretch it any way they want to fit whatever satanic agenda they're behind die because of their pro-abortion stance how many babies have to be murdered how many innocent babies have to be murdered by this death cult look at this death cult there they're really getting <laughs> these people are mad because we want to protect babies that have a heartbeat these people are mad do, do you know the, the fear of god that would come upon humanity if fire and brimstone started raining down on this event on the unrighteous because i mean what was sodom and gomorrah i mean what what was that that was a biblical event that happened for god to judge wickedness now i'm not saying you know i'm just saying what if that did happen do you know how many people would fear god if that actually happened but because the sentence of the wicked is deferred, it is fully set in their heart to do more evil. Now, I'm paraphrasing that Bible verse. You've heard me say a lot lately. Because they're getting away, they're being blessed to murder their babies. It is fully set in their wicked hearts to do more evil because they're getting away with it. All I'm saying is that when God's justice and judgment comes, that's what we desperately need is God's judgment on this wickedness. Because when God doesn't do that, when, it, when judgment is deferred, wickedness increases. And that's why I'm so big on imprecatory prayers. And, pray, and, and just I think there's just like one one hundredth of any people in the church praying for anything like that and you don't pray for it because you want to see them go to hell but you know that when all men see and fear and declare the work of god because he's just judged wickedness you look at ananias and sapphira when they were judged and killed and they just kept back a little bit of money from i believe a property they sold but they had lied to the holy ghost what was the result of that of their deaths well great fear fell upon the christians and many were added to them i'm looking at it like what what would happen to actually the body of christ how many people in the body of christ would actually wake up but because fear of god's not taught you know and and the judgment of god is not really taught in churches it's something that they don't even give any regard to most most people that would identify as christians as we want to protect innocent life 
that has a heartbeat. Black Lives Matter, but you're going to murder millions of black babies, aren't you? So these are just demons. All the demons are really getting riled up, and, and it's, it's the vast, all the people as far as coming up to them is about 90, 95% feminazis, which probably a lot of them are witches, overt witches as well. Um, lesbians, dykes, those types of people. Now, listen, they call themselves dykes. I, I'm just telling you, that's what they call themselves. I had neighbors one time that were that, and they joked about that. They, they call themselves queer, dykes, these types of things. Okay, so I'm not gonna like apologize for that term because they're that's what the, how they refer to themselves as. Um, anyway, how many babies have to be murdered? Murdering babies is healthcare. Murdering babies is healthcare. I had every right to this woman like she's got some kind of badge. This this lesbian, butch lesbian. I mean, like she's she's like she's got some kind of authority. I need you to get out. Of here. I need you to get out of here. You have no authority, witch. Okay, but she's acting like, you know, she's 10 foot tall and bulletproof. I have every right to be here. The death cult is mad. The death cult is mad. They don't want somebody here preaching the truth. Nope. They don't want their people here to know the truth. That this is a death cult. This is a death cult. I pray to God. I pray to God he forgives these people. I pray to God he forgives these people for being baby murderers. Black lives matter, but not the millions of black babies they'll abort in the womb. Oh, even if it's any legislation to save one life. That's all right, brother. Any legislation to save one life, except when it's an innocent baby. If they'll murder an innocent baby. You have a live video of you assaulting a child. You need to leave. Oh, right. Murder... A live video of him assaulting a child. Again, just lies after lies after lies. He's, he's assaulted. He's being assaulted, but they're accusing him of assaulting a child innocent baby if they'll murder an innocent baby what do you think they'll do to you if they'll murder an innocent baby what do you think they'll do to you if they'll murder an innocent baby what do you think they'll do to you these people claim you're guilty of all these ridiculous things all the time insurrection racism all this other crap and they murder innocent babies imagine what they'll do to people they claim are guilty why are you following me around why are you following me around like this why are you following me around like this what's wrong with you why do you like doing total control freaks absolute total I, when i was the last rally i was at in, in Asheville, where where it was christians there we far outnumbered the um pro-abortion crowd we actually walked over to the pro-abortion crowd and there was this jewish lady and i'm trying to remember the whole thing but she basically said i'm a jewish uh believer and i believe in the old testament and i said if you believe in the old testament why don't you believe what jeremiah says where God said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. And I, I don't know what her convoluted answer, I, I don't think she had an answer. I think she walked away at that point. You know, it got really, it got heated. I'm not probably the best person to go and engage in this type of environment. I think the body of Christ is like, all has different strengths and parts. And, and I, I'm not really... Um, I mean, when I see evil like that, my first instinct is just want to battle. I mean, like we're going to war. And I'm probably not the best person 
from a tactful um, standpoint to engage in those types of environments. Some people I really believe are 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 well they they they've got a um a calling in that area and some people are devoted to that and it's very very hard um you have to really rely on God not to get in the flesh. It's I guess the point I'm trying to make. And I, I never I've never really done that but I, you know it's it's hard. It's hard when they're literally you know, sometimes they would, you know, I, I'm sure that they've spit in Christian's face. That's never happened to me, but all kind of wicked, evil tactics they would use to, you know, get you fired and riled up and, and going, you know, whatever, and then claim whatever. So, you know, anyway, it's, it's just ironic that they don't believe anybody has the right to speak but themselves. Look at these psychos following me around. They keep touching me. Yeah. These are death cult members that won't leave me alone. They don't want somebody here to counter their point and tell the oh, this, truth. This, 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 con is a this control freak lesbian is just, she's literally trying to cover up his camera. It's his phone filming him. It's like a selfie. And evidently she believes she has the right to shut his ability down and even record anything there. Now imagine how she would feel if the same was done to her. I'm sure she would go absolutely nuts. Be murdering cult. If they'll murder innocent babies, what will they do to you? If they'll murder innocent babies, what will they do to you? And they've all got their asinine signs, my body, my choice. What about the body of the baby that's being formed in you? You were a baby once too, devil. And again, do you wish you would have been aborted? Honestly, it would have been better for you to have been aborted than for you to take this stance that you're taking now and to die and go to hellfire. Because I don't believe that, you know, the baby, if you were baby and died, you're going to hellfire, obviously. It would have been better for these people to have died in the womb. I'm sorry, it would have been. If you look at their future in hell and the lake of fire, how could you even debate that? How could you even debate that? But they won't look at that that argument at all because they probably believe hell's hellfire some big party or whatever that they're going to go because a lot of Luciferian, Satanists, occultists, New Agers, you know, I'm sure teach that. I know that's part of their dogma or whatever. If they'll murder innocent babies, what will they do to you? Black Lives Matter, except when they murder millions of them in the womb all year. Yep. If it, oh, any policy to take your freedom, if it saves one life, but they'll murder millions of babies in the womb. Yeah. If they'll kill innocent babies, imagine what they'll do to you. If they'll kill innocent babies, imagine what they'll do to you. If they'll kill innocent babies, imagine what they'll do to you. These people are assaulting me Yeah, now. they're assaulting them. They're, they're assaulting me now. Now, this they're is weird. This me. is weird. There is... I don't, probably 13 witches. They're dressed in red robes with these weird pilgrim-like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they are. I mean, it, it's very strange. And they're standing there facing this and they've got like little placards. And I don't know, he doesn't say anything about them, but it looks about as creepy as anything I've ever seen. They're wearing these white, weird, 
I don't know what they are, head coverings with red robes. Now, red robes are a big thing that are worn in high-level occultic type of COVID meetings many of the times. All I can do is to think that they're there to perform some type of uh, witchcraft protection on the event. They're just sitting there and they're they're like it they're all facing they're in a line side by side and they're facing in one direction toward the things. None of the people at the um abortion people are are, are saying, Oh, get out of here or anything. I'm I'm assuming they're like, Okay, you guys are, are witches, we're not gonna mess with you. We're we're all on the same team. And it's really creepy. And it's only in this one frame or this this little frame that I'm looking at where you see them and nothing more is said about it but it is some weird stuff now here's the de death cult at work it's the death cult at work look at this psycho man look at this psycho look at this death cult out here if they'll murder innocent babies this, this little lesbian boy she is just boy she 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 is amazing i'll tell you she is doing a yeoman's job for satan imagine what they'll do to you if they'll murder innocent babies imagine what they'll do to you <laughs> i love it and people like this don't like me being out here no because i'm telling the truth a baby with a heartbeat is a life human biology says one human one heartbeat so when you stop a heartbeat you kill a human and these are the same people that say, oh, pass gun legislation. We need gun safety laws. If it saves one life. He had to kind of go up to the to the steps of this, I don't know if it's this courthouse or wherever, um, capital, I'm assuming, there. And there are some cops up there to kind of, because he it, it was getting to the point where it was hard for, now it, he goes back in later, I'm not going to play the whole video, and they, they get around him and they put up this big wall around him and they really get even a lot more aggressive, but I just don't have time to play all of that for. But they promote baby murder. They have pro-mask rallies and pro-vaccine rallies out here. Oh, if it saves one life, but yet they promote yeah. baby murder. Right, yeah. How many innocent lives will this heartbeat bill in Texas save? How many innocent lives? What happened if it saves one life? Look at this death call. See, this they're all there to, 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 to protest the heartbeat bill because they want to be able to kill their babies anytime they want to kill them. Uh, and uh, they, they don't want any restrictions. Breaks my heart. I pray to God he forgives us. I pray to God he forgives us for this. Look at the hate in these people's eyes. Look at the hate in these people's hearts. How many of these people are actually, nobody out here is actually pregnant. They're, they don't have a rape victim out here that needs an abortion. These people just want to kill babies. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. Yep. And they use the whole rape thing. Uh, yeah, if a woman gets raped, there should definitely be some options there. But that's not what this is about. Look at the hate. Look at the hate of these people. She said abortion is still legal in Texas and they just go nuts. This is how demon possessed this horde of devils is. These people celebrate baby murder. And those of us who are here today understand what that means. Imagine what they'll do to you. And there will always be 
Anyway, it goes on to the 25-minute mark. There, there are some Christians there I was relieved to see that are kind of off to the side, and um, they're, they've kind of got their own little gathering there. But, I mean, so along that vein, the Bible says, and I just saw this Bible verse yesterday, but draw near hither, ye sons of the sorceress, and the seed of the adulterer and the whore. Against whom do you sport yourselves? Which is kind of like what they were doing. They were, they were sporting themselves against Owen Shore as he was walking, you know. Against whom make ye wide, make a wide mouth? Well, they all had their mouths wide open, screaming out profanities and other blasphemies. And drawing out the tongue. Are ye not the children of transgression, a seed of falsehood, inflaming yourself with idols under every green tree? Slain the children in the valleys under the cliffs of the rocks. That was their version of, of um, aborticide. But these, some of these were actually, you know, um, I, I would imagine they were delivered babies or children that were, you know, who knows how old. Uh, but that's what they did. They, they, they slew their children in the valleys under, under the cliffs of the rocks. So... What was true then is true today. It's just done a little differently today. That's Isaiah 57, 3 through 5. Things the Bible says God hates. I've, I've been, went over this before, but it's it particularly, abortion encompasses so many of these things on this list. So I'm just going to read this to you. Psalm 11, 5 um, says, The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked in him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Now, how much more violent can you get than aborting a baby in the womb with all their grisly abortion procedures? How much more violent could you get against the most innocent among us? Couldn't it get any more innocent and indefensible as a baby in the womb? There's no place for the baby to go, you know? Then the next verse, upon the wicked, he, meaning God, shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone. Remember what I was just saying about what, what would happen if that actually happened there? Do you know how many people would get saved as a result of that? I mean, dare I say, a ton of people. You know how much fear of God, you know how many wicked people would maybe think twice about doing more wickedness if they saw God's judgment in full display like that? And in horrible tempest, so it says she shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and in horrible tempest, which is like a really bad storm. This shall be the portion of their cup. It would have been nice to actually have a megaphone and just repeat that verse, those verses over and over and over and drill it into all those devil's heads at that abortion rally that we just witnessed. The next verse, for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. See, God loves righteousness. He hates evil. Psalm 9, 17. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Well, the 501c3 church and corporate church in America, the, the FEMA clergy response team church in America, on their way to the new world order and the one world religion under Antichrist, I would say that 
that applies to them. All nations that, because that mostly represents people that would identify as Christians in America. Now, I know there's a remnant, and God always preserves a remnant. But they're on the same, the, the, the people that, that call themselves Christians, for the most part, in America, and dare I say elsewhere, I mean Canada and these types of places, wherever you've got your lukewarm pseudo-Christian religion, they're, they're, they're being turned into hell. They're taking the kill shot, no problem. Do whatever the government tells them to do. And they'll, and they'll embrace the Antichrist and false prophet. They will, guaranteed. Now, I pray to God as many of them get out of that system and get their eyes open as possible. But the Bible does say, narrow is the way which leadeth to life eternal, and few there be that find it. Broad is the way to destruction, and many there be that go thereat. And I'm not saying that because I'm Mr. Perfect. I'm just saying. I mean, I say that as much to myself as I would anyone else. But, I mean, my word, look at what's going on in the 501c3 church. How gelded they are. Why, why didn't they turn out in mass to shut this thing down? To pray fast against it. There was just a little small remnant there. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, well, that would apply to every single person there that I could see. I'm, I'm using this as, as a teaching example. A lying tongue, every single one of them would qualify for a lying tongue because of their justifications to murder babies. Hands that shed innocent blood. Oh, you think that would apply to them? Well, it's the abortion doc. Well, hold on. Those women that are giving money to that and supporting that cause and bringing their unborn babies to get aborted, they're just as guilty as the abortion doctor. They had the ability to maybe stop abortions, but they chose to actually enable that baby butcher abortion doctor to do his thing. A heart that devises wicked plans. Huh, would that apply to them? All those wicked devils think they're devising wicked plans against the Christians, against unborn babies? Any kind of evil, wicked plan, guaranteed they're going to be pretty much on Team Satan. Yeah. Feet that are swift in running to evil. Every single one of them will qualify for that one too. Every single one. They, every single person at that abortion rally that is defending the right to murder your baby qualifies for every single thing I've said so far. A false witness who speaks lies. That would also apply to them. They speak lies. They're false witnesses. They, whatever evil stats they, they try to spew out. It's all garbage. And one who sows discord among the brethren. Jesus said in Mark 9, 42, and whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it, it is better for him that a millstone were hung about his neck and he were cast into the sea. That's why I said it had been better that they had never been born. The Bible refers to Judas Jesus said that about Judas, the apostle, that disciple that betrayed Jesus. 
It had been better for him that he had never been born. It, it, it would have been better that these people had never been born. Because whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a millstone hung about his neck and he were cast into the sea. And then it's just hellfire in the lake of fire, awaiting. Romans 2.5 and 2.6 But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. This first came into my head when I was watching all of these demon-possessed vessels of Satan at work. You know, glorying in their shame. Begging for more evil. Begging for more wickedness. Calling evil good and good evil. This is the verse that came into my head. Their hard and impenitent heart is treasuring up wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. He's letting them have it their way for a time, for a season. But they're basically, they've got this satanic bank account, in other words. They're treasuring up wrath in this bank account. God's wrath that will be poured out on them in hellfire and the lake of fire. That's what that verse means. Who will render to every man according to his deeds. Next teaching, next part. My, my three-part teaching on the occult roots of abortion. Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, exposed vaccines derived from aborted babies. Okay, there's a three-part teaching. It's from 2007. I'm sorry, the audio is not the great, but you can hear it fine. You can hear it fine. It's not like you can't hear it. It's just that I didn't have the audio thing figured out at all back then. Um, and um, I give you that. Now, let me just read you like the cliff note version of this teaching. In this teaching, we will be looking at occult, the occult roots of abortion, a.k.a. aborticide with little-known historical facts about abortion and how they relate to witchcraft and modern-day feminism. Patricia Baird Wendell, founder and owner of Aware Woman's Choice Center for Choice, a.k.a. an abortion clinic, was quoted saying, oh, the, see how they, they, they couch it in these flowery terms, Aware Woman's Center for Choice. Choice to kill and murder your baby is what it really should say. She was quoted, this founder and, and uh, abortion, uh, abortion owner, abortion clinic owner, she was quoted saying, quote, you practice your religion and let me practice mine. My religion is a holy ritual child sacrifice. And a lot of these people that own these abortion clinics, dare I say the vast majority, are high-level witches and warlocks that are not only vampirizing the power off all these aborted babies because that's the number one way you get power from Satan is to sacrifice a baby. It's well known, okay? But they're also profiteering off it as well. Talk about blood money. Can you imagine their punishment in hellfire and then the lake of fire? I just like to bring that up because I, I, if any of them are listening, I want them to understand. I want to really drive that point home. My religion is holy 
ritual child sacrifice. Holy. Yeah, right. That's as unholy of a thing as you could possibly do. They speak lies and hypocrisy. Their conscience is seared with a hot iron, as the Bible says. On August 4th, 1992, two employees of a Ware Woman Abortion Clinic, Veronica Johnson and Rebecca Morse, registered a nonprofit religious corporation known as the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida, or WRCF. Wiccan, like the white witches that do good magic. There's no such thing. It's all evil. The stated purpose of WRCF is to provide an umbrella organization for witch covens throughout the state of Florida. And these are two women that were employees at this AWARE abortion clinic. Okay. Who this Patricia Baird Wendell was the founder. And she says, my religion is holy child sacrifice. Hmm. Okay. No, no red flags there at all. You know. The... Incorporation papers list the two abortion clinic employees as directors of the Wiccan organization. Shortly after, the Aware Woman Abortion Clinic employee pro procured the book entitled The Sacrament of Abortion by Gannette Paris, who is a witch in France who presents abortion as a sacred act, a sacrifice to Artemis. Artemis, one of the, like, you know, devil fallen angel gods you've got Moloch, artemis lilith chimash um baal yeah there, there's all kinds of deities that are primarily um one of the main tenets of worshiping those deities and that you this you can just see this in the bible old testament in particular is child sacrifice okay Artemis is just one of them. In this teaching, we will also endeavor to show you how the struggle against this horrific act, abortion, is primarily a spiritual one. Now, I give you the links to this in the PDF for this date of um, June 1st, 2021. But if you just key in abortion, you'll find it. I've done tons of teachings on abortion. This is just one of the only dedicated ones I did. Um... Uh, Throughout history, certain pagan cultures have sacrificed human infants to satanic deities as part of a complicated ritual in return for favors asked of them, like uh, monetary uh, uh, fertility, uh, that the land would yield better increase. When they should have been praying to God for those things, no, they chose to go to the devil and try to procure those things. While few of those involved in abortion today are consciously engaged in child sacrifice, Meaning they're, they're, they're not like using it as a um, consciously most, I would hope at least. That is precisely what abortion is though. The sacrifice of a human life on the altar of convenience to the God of self. Okay, that's what abortion really is. Now, again, if any of my listeners have had abortions, I'm not putting this out to condemn you. Okay. Uh, not not doing I was like I said I was pro-abortion for years okay that's how I grew up I mean my mom was mega 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 into that so listen the Lord can forgive you heal you and in in restore you okay uh, so that's not what why I did this teaching okay uh, I did it mostly as an educational tool so that we'd be equipped to understand the subject further
Now, going further, former Satanist, I perform Satanic rituals inside abortion clinics. So if there's any doubt or whatever, this is just one of the many Satanists that have come out that has, they usually do this after hours, typically. And um, now this is mature content. It's not going to get too horribly graphic. I cut out some of the uh, whatever, but I'm just going to read you a cliff note version of this. Uh, in an interview with Lepanto Institute, former Satanist Zachary King shared about his 26 years in the occult and involvement in ritual abortions. As Life News previously reported, many Satanists believe abortion is sacred, and some participate in the procedures themselves. In fact, King explained that participating in abortions is particularly important for Satanists because it is considered the best way to give an offering to Satan, which kind of confirms what I just was saying there. He explained... In Satan, quote, in Satanism, killing something or the death of something is the most effective way of getting your spell, your witchcraft spell, accomplished. As far as trying to get Satan's approval to give you something that you want, killing something is the best way to go. Killing something is the ultimate offering to Satan, and if you can kill an unborn, that is his ultimate goal, meaning an unborn baby. King said that he joined the Satanic Coven when he was 14 years old and participated in his first abortion three months before his 15th birthday. He explained, and this is all linked to where he said this, uh, quote, just after I turned 14, the Coven members came to me and said that I was going to be involved in an abortion in about nine months. There was a sex party with all male members between the ages of 12 and 15 and a female member over 18 was there and her purpose was to get pregnant. Um, and then she was going to have an abortion in nine months. So they do this a lot. Now, sometimes they'll deliver the baby and these are like these breeder mothers and they'll get pregnant on purpose and they'll have the baby off the grid and the baby's then either sacrifice right then or set aside for sacrifice that goes on all the time and those are those are um statistics that only god knows but that's commonly done in satanic circles um the abortion took place in a farmhouse and king said meaning nine months later it took place in a farmhouse and king said it was surprisingly cleaner than many of the actual abortion facilities he visited later well the devil's the lord of the you know beelzebub the lord of the flies so a lot of times if you're somewhere and it's just filthy evil and it's just gross and horrible, well, that's that's an indicator of spirits. of, of and You see that a lot in big cities and you'll see that a lot in people that, you know, like are just given over to a satanic lifestyle. You know, hygiene and, and keeping their, their yard or their house clean isn't a real big priority. And really the devils love filth. So a lot of times, I, I really believe they're convicted to, to um, have such pigsties and such horrible operating conditions like with abortion clinics because the devils like it. They like filth. They like that type of environment. They're more comfortable there. So there's a link here and it says, click here to learn more about King's time in the occult and what caused him to leave. I believe he got saved. Uh, and there's a link you can click on there. Then some related reports regarding this subject um here's one report stem cell express ceo jokes about shipping whole heads of aborted babies to research labs and then another report third planned parenthood video released whistleblower reveals it's basically a huge trafficking of fetal tissues 
I mean, it's just a big Luciferian satanic occult network. The abortion clinics, the doctors that operate in them, m m many times the nurses, um, the people that procure the uh, aborted baby tissues. It's just totally satanic. And then this is a conf confirmation of a, of a recent report we did. Satanist and COVID scamdemic perpetrator, perpetrator, Dr. Anthony Fauci is involved in sick, twisted, evil experiments with severed heads of aborted babies. White hot hell, hellfire waits, devil boy. So I'm going to go ahead and play this for, for you. And this looks like it was on Fox News. It's just a couple minute clip here. University of Pittsburgh, they were doing a study where they were taking the scalps of five-month-old aborted babies and they were grafting them onto lab rats and lab mice to see how much longer they could keep them growing for. And you can actually see the photographs in the published study. I, I published the photographs in, it was either my last study or the study before that, in the PDF. Of little baby scalps grafted onto the backs of lab rats growing little baby hairs those would have been the little hairs growing on the heads of little infants in pittsburgh if they hadn't been killed by abortion and then stitched onto lab rats for experimentation this study was funded by a grant by multiple grants from the niaid office which is run by dr anthony fauci See, why, why, why i'm so big on praying for judgment against these wicked devils like fauci you know like biden and camilla Harris and these pelosi and these I mean, there is no wicked evil, uh, Bill Gates. There is no wickedness and evil that they will not do and perform. There is no, there's nothing out of bounds for these devils. And as long as they're able to continue to do this, they're going to prosper in wickedness, which does nobody any good other than Satan's kingdom. And when I was undercover, Planned Parenthood abortion providers told me that they were the ones who were supplying the aborted baby body parts for experiments at the University of Pittsburgh. It's one of those stories we almost hesitated uh, to do because it is so grotesque, uh, but it seemed like in the public interest to tell the truth about what's, about what's happening. Has, has Fauci Absolutely. accounted for this? No, and Dr. Anthony Fauci owns every bit of this study because as the head of, and, and owns every bit of this issue because as the head of the NIAID office, the buck stops with him in terms of how those grants are spent, whether they're being monitored and um, made sure that they're ethically and legally and just compliant as far as good stewardship of taxpayer money. The fact that they were using scalps from five-month-old aborted babies, that means that the heads of those children probably needed to be intact in order to get the scalps, which is an indication that those are either partial birth abortion or even infants delivered alive and whole. Did anybody at Dr. Fauci's office ever ask the researchers at Pittsburgh, hey, how are you getting those scalps? How are you getting whole scalps? I mean, this is so evil. It just, that we're even having this discussion out in the open. And this is on Fox News. I mean, how, how can God not judge this? from the heads of, of fetuses without a partial birth abortion, I think that Dr. Fauci should be brought in front of the Senator in front of the United States Congress and ask those questions directly about what his office did to make sure that these grants and that these barbaric experiments were in compliance with, the, with all the applicable, applicable federal laws and regulations for those federal taxpayer grants. Continuing uh, this trip down Horror Lane, 
Warning, there is a very disturbing imagery of aborted fetuses in the video accompanying this report. The third undercover expose video of Planned Parenthood has been released by the Center for Medical Progress, and as expected, it shows footage of fetal body parts after abortions. The video features whistleblower Holly O'Donnell, who claims that a biomedical company she was working for in the business of paying Planned Parenthood clinics for fetal organs according to the condition of the tissue after being extracted from the abortion. So I'm going to play this uh, quick uh, video here. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I think I've played this in a, it's about a 12 minute video. Um, I'm not going to play this because um, it's one of those things where there's a lot of video footage too. You really want to watch it to get the full impact, but I wanted to make you aware of it. I try to make these teachings like one-stop shopping so there's certain sections where a lot of times we're covering the same subject so you could have a lot of ammo if you were trying to present this to somebody and this is just one more thing you can use uh, but here it shows a, a screenshot of the video and it says dr ginn here's some organs for you they're all attached and again it's like they're in there um she's like saying okay i'll give you this much for this intact liver this intact leg this intact head that's what they're doing in the video okay but again you're not going to get the full impact unless you're you're watching it um and then this this video it says another boy planned parenthood staff sifts through aborted baby parts in new tape Planned Parenthood once again finds itself at the center of a scandal as the undercover footage was released today at the Center for Medical Progress. The tapes, which are dated April 7th, now this is from 2015, but just as, just as applicable today, show staff from the Planned Parenthood's Rocky Mountain affiliate located in Denver, Colorado, engaging in negotiations over human fetal body parts. The video opens with a negotiation between Vice President and Medical Director of Planned Parenthood of the Rocky Mountains, Dr. Sativa Gind, and a potential buyer for the fetal body parts. Gind is seen saying, quote, I know I've seen livers, I've seen stomachs, I've seen plenty of neural tissue. Usually you can see the whole brain, usually you can see the whole brain usually come out. To preserve the organs, Gind says, we'd have to do a little bit of training to ensure the staff didn't crush the parts that were wanted. Gind warned about legal risks, saying, quote, if you have someone in a really anti-abortion state that's going to that's gonna be doing this for you, they're probably going to get caught, meaning chopping up the babies after an abortion, they're probably going to get caught. She continued that they told the lawyer that, quote, we don't want to get called on selling fetal parts across state lines, basically. The video then cuts to the laboratory where... A Planned Parenthood technician can be seen sorting through some parts of aborted babies. Dr. Ginn tells the prospective buyer that they would likely structure the arrangement on a per item rather than a flat fee. Um, like a la carte. Like when you order off a menu a la carte, you're ordering per item. Well, she says, I think a per item thing works out a little bit better just because we can see how much we can get out of it. End of quote. So this is the mindset of these these demon-possessed witches that typically tend to gravitate toward it's it's very female dominated most of the time now again i'm not coming down on females i'm just saying the abortion rallies the the abortion clinics the tissue procurement it seems like most of the time the vast majority 
they're women doing this. So, um, anyway, Bible study on abortion. Okay. So, Deuteronomy 27, 25 says, Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. Now, how much more applicable is that verse to the, I mean, an abortion doctor, a nurse that works in an abortion clinic, uh, somebody that owns an abortion clinic and is profiteering, uh, somebody that's doing tissue procurement of aborted babies. Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person. And all the people shall say amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Bible says. Proverbs 8.36 But he that sinneth against me, meaning God, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. And I guarantee you, every single one of those people at that abortion rally, that would pretty much apply to. Maybe there's some exceptions. I don't know. I don't know why they'd be there if they were if there were exceptions, though. Okay. All they that hate me love death. Psalm 106.37 and 38 says, Yea, they sacrifice their sons and their daughters unto devils and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. And that's this whole land. If you could see how polluted America and wherever abortion is going on, how it defiles and pollutes the land and brings curses on it and brings more devils and demons. They have more right to occupy that land where that is going on. Um, then uh, Isaiah 59.6, their works are of iniquity and the, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting, and destruction are their paths. Yeah. And again, that would, that would be their feet run to evil, they make haste to shed innocent blood. All these people, all these people with, 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 that support the abortion industry, that work in it, that make money off it, all of this would apply to them. Their thoughts are iniquity, meaning sin. They think of evil. Wasting and destruction are their paths. Guaranteed their, their average life expectancy ain't going to be too much. You know? The Bible talks a lot about the wicked days being cut short. Deuteronomy, I mean, I, you, I already read the the um, the six things that doth the Lord hate, and then where it says a proud look of lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. Well, there you go again. Deuteronomy 19.9, If thou shalt keep all the commandments to do them, which I command thee to this day, to love the Lord thy God and to walk ever in his ways. Next verse, that innocent blood be not shed in thy land. God's saying, don't let innocent... In, see, this, it's baby murder, and it's legalized baby murder the bible says though that no innocent blood should be shed in your land if you don't want it to be cursed if you want to please god i mean there's more parameters to please god but i think this would be real real high up on the list probably number one for god that innocent blood be not shed in thy land which the lord thy god giveth thee for an inheritance so blood be upon thee and so blood be upon thee meaning if you're letting innocent blood being shed in the land, that blood is going to be upon you. And I believe that if you're if you're permitting it, 
Now, if you're fighting it, I'm not saying it can't affect you because, I mean, wickedness, when you live in a wicked environment, even as a Christian, even if you're, you know, living a righteous life through the Lord Jesus Christ, and that doesn't mean I'm saying you're perfect, but you're, you know, and it's the wicked environment still going to affect you, though, you know, because you're having to deal with it. The Bible talks about how Lot, you know, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with the wicked things he was observing all around him, you know. It was affecting him. Going further, switching gears a little bit, but not too much, Teen Vogue teaches how to use menstrual blood magic. Teaches menstrual blood magic, three spells for your period. I saw another thing the other day about how witchcraft is taking over as, you know, in, in America and how so many women are, are being drawn. It's particularly the women that are really... Um, the ones that are being mostly drawn into it. Now, I'm not saying guys are, I'm just saying proportionately. And again, this is not me being a chauvinist. I'm telling you, I'm just pointing out what I'm seeing here. I'm just reporting here. Um, it's just, unfortunately, women tend to gravitate um, more than men do to these things. In this installment of Practical Magic, Lisa Stardust explains menstrual magic and how to use your periods to connect with yourself this is straight from teen vogue magazine like a you could go buy it at walgreens or whatever i'm sure or whatever place that sells magazines even though it's completely natural modern society has stigmatized menstruation we've all seen how that stigma spread from tampon commercials showing women discreetly discussing their periods to the way we hide our own menstruation when it's our time of month rather than play into this patriarchal shame because it's all i'm particularly white men's fault i'm sure witches and other masters of magic believe menstruation is a gift from nature in witchcraft one's menstrual cycle is considered to be an extremely powerful time particularly when it lines up with the full moon though it should be noted that scientifically speaking the moon does not influence you when you get your period our menstrual cycles can connect our bodies to the universe which is the intent of magic so in that way it's true periods are magic so you're using your menstrual blood in whatever spells you're doing, whatever you want, because it's all always about some self-centered type of thing, typically with witchcraft. You know, you're trying to get something. And menstrual blood, which high-level occultists refer to as, I believe, starfire. Um, the non-human entities that walk among us can smell these things. I'm just telling you what I've heard um, regarding that particular subject that when a woman is menstruating that is absolutely beyond intoxicating to just say non-human evil entities that walk among us and um that's a whole other subject i probably got into that in times past but i'm not going to say a lot more in that right now because i would really need to do another dedicated teaching on that and then we have this, the, the, the beacon of, of, of what is right about the church worldwide. The Church of Sweden, which is a Lutheran church, has published an open letter signed by a long list of priests, deacons, and other church staff proudly announcing that it is 
trans, whatever that means. Well, basically they're saying we're, we're, I guess, transgender now. The Lutheran Church of Sweden. The Church of Sweden represents Europe's largest Lutheran denomination, and the letter was published on the Vastiras Diocese official website. And it says, quote, we write you from a church that is also trans. We write to you from a church that is also trans. A church is made up of people. People are different. We have confirmees, employees, church wardens, elected representatives, nonprofits, and other parishioners who define themselves as trans people. And that shows the sorry state of, of, of the church worldwide, where now they're openly accepting transgendered abominations into the church and even, dare I say, in church hierarchy and behind the pulpit even. In some places it's gotten that bad because they call evil good and good evil. That's the modern day typical corporate church worldwide. Now I don't want to speak everywhere, but for the most part I think that's a safe uh, a safe assertion. Uh, so the church also consists of trans people, therefore the church could be described as trans. Yeah. The letter that decried the fact that some feminists are trying to then decry, the letter then decried the fact, this is pretty bad, they're going after feminists. The church is so liberal that they're going after feminazis. And because the feminazis, some feminazis, are trying to protect female spaces from biological men. Even some of the feminazis, in other words, still have enough semblance of of morality within them to know that men, biological men, in female spaces like female dressing rooms, like female bathrooms, like female locker rooms, that that's not right. Okay? But this abomination known as the Church of Sweden goes after these feminists who are trying to protect female spaces from biological men and also protecting female sports because of the transgendered men taking over female sports, ruining female sports, wherever that happens. Okay. I, I, I saw a thing the other day, and it, it, was, it was from a, uh, it was showing screenshot. It was one Instagram post by one of these female, was transgender, it was a guy, who was fighting in MMA, mixed martial arts. And I don't know if it was UFC or what league, but made some, I, I, I got so infuriated when I saw this post. He's in there fighting women, which is just weird. You know, women and beating each other's heads in, just weird. But um, fighting against women annihilating them and bragging in this one particular fight that you know he's you know, or a couple fights where he fractured the skull of two different women he went against and how he loved it and how and then he says something like all this bigoted 
trans stuff is nonsense. Even though he just admitted that he fractured their skulls because he's a biological male fighting females. There's a big difference. Okay? Real big difference. And was bragging about it. And then at the same time said there's there's no whatever. It's it's all, you know, hate speech or whatever to say different. <laughs> May God annihilate these demon seed devils. If it be possible, I pray their souls be saved, but I doubt you're going to see a lot of transgenders. Just like I doubt you're going to see a lot of pedophiles, child molesters. It's just not something you typically see where a gaggle of child molesters saw the light and got saved. I think there's lines, in other words, that you cross with God and, you know, 99 times or 9,999 times out of 10,000, there's... You 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 you're you're gone. It's too late. Bible talks about that. Bible talks about that in Jeremiah seven eleven and fourteen. It says, "Don't pray for these people." It talks about it in First John five too. It says it says if you see a sin unto death, don't pray about it, because I won't answer you. First John five. Now it doesn't really define what a sin unto death, what the sin unto death was. But if you look back at the other places in the Bible where that is said, in three instances are Jeremiah 7, 11, and 14, if you look back at those instances, what were they doing? Well, it was the, the Jews in this particular case, and they were sacrificing their children, child sacrifice. They were, they, they literally thought they were, they were okay with God. They were serving God, but they were baking cakes to the queen of heaven, which is essentially like what they do in the Catholic church, where they worship the queen of heaven what they call Mary and they'll bake their hot cross buns and their things like that. And it's all idolatry. I've done tons of teachings on the Catholic and how they, they didn't remove the, the, how they um, removed the commandment about bowing down to idols and the Catholic 10 commandments. And then they split either it was the ninth or 10th commandment in two. So they could still have 10 commandments because they make a ton of money off bowing down to idols. They make a lot of money off selling those things. And that's a gigantic part of their, devil death cult catholic church so um i got off track there but uh sorry i lost my train of thought there anyway the letter then decried the fact that some feminists are trying to protect female spaces from biological okay so we, we got into that um and that such as female sports or changing rooms uh for which they are often denounced as turfs meaning the feminazis are denounced as what is called turfs. And no, this is not turf toe. Like you can get in football or other sports. No, a turf is a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. So meaning it's a radical feminist that excludes trans in their defensive mode meaning they they were not going to defend a trans person even that feminazi has enough brains to know that trans are wicked and evil okay and that was the whole point i was i was making before i think there's there's lines you cross where and now i'm not saying that that hasn't happened i know i have a listener that was trans okay i'm just saying by and large it's probably not a real high conversion rate to bible believing christianity i'm not saying 
I want them to go to hell or that I wouldn't pray for them to be saved. I do pray they get saved. I do. I'm just saying, by and large, statistically speaking, you're probably not going to have a lot of child molesters and transgender cross-dressers getting saved because there's lines I believe you cross. And again, the sin unto death, the Bible talks about in 1 John chapter 5, and then you look at where where God says, don't pray about this anymore. I will not hear you. There are lines that people can cross. Child sacrifice, habitual, habitual, habitual sin, I believe. is too. It's not just they sacrifice one child. It's like they've been doing this stuff for a long time. And thinking they were so deluded in Jeremiah that they thought they were doing God's service. They were still going to the temple, but they were baking cakes to the queen of heaven. They were sacrificing their children. And God said, which I never told you to do, neither it came into my mind. Yet you did these things. Don't pray for these people anymore. So, anyway, little thing there. Anyway, so these people are, um, they're, this wicked church of Sweden is actually calling out and condemning these feminists that, that don't defend the trans movement because they still got half a brain in their head and calling them TERFs, trans-exclusionary radical feminists. They say, then this is Satan talking, the Church of Sweden, says, this contributes to the normalization of trans hate. Again, where does it end? Here's where it ends. When the trans can kick your door in, rape your children, kill all of you, do whatever they want, steal whatever they want, and burn your house down, and then go to the next conservative Christian house and do the same. That will be considered acceptable and good when they can do that unabated because Satan never can get enough. He's always got to push it. And, and now he's using as one of his main mouthpieces, the largest Lutheran church in Sweden denomination as one of his main mouthpieces where even they're more radical than the radical feminists i mean you you can't even comprehend this this contributes to the normalization of trans hate this church of sweden says betraying Total ignorance for the fact that the LGBT rhetoric is now embraced and amplified by every major cultural institution, transnational corporation, and government entity in the West. Just the new norm. So then another, another statement made by one of their main um, satanic mouthpieces says, We believe in a church and a God who welcomes people beyond power, national boundaries, ethnicity, sexual orientation, sex, and gender identities. Well, I don't. I don't. Because there are biblical standards laid out in the Bible, and God said, you know, male and female created he them. Meaning, God did it. And it was good. Adam and Eve. Okay? Not Adam and Steve. Not Adam and um, Steve the crossdresser. No, that's an abomination. Okay, but they're so biblically illiterate. I mean, why don't they, do they read from, from Aleister Crowley or not Aleister? Well, they, yeah, do they read from Aleister Crowley's writings? The, the book of Thoth? 
during their ceremonies or whatever, or Alice Bailey's writings? Do, do they read the Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey? Open your Satanic Bible today to, you know, chapter 3, verse 2. Thou shalt kill thy brother and annihilate him if he offendeth thee. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Because they're, they're so, and this is why it's so important what Bible version you're reading, because the Bible versions just keep getting more watered down and more watered down and more, you know, there's, there's like what the Queen's James version of the Bible now. Queen, Queen James. Yeah. It's all like all the gay verses are changed and now it's all gay friendly and all this other stuff. Yeah. That's the new normal. Then it goes on to say, a humanity in all colors of the rainbow. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Absolutely amazing and infinite in its diversity. We are different and that is good. And God saw that it was good. End of quote. The letter concludes. Woe unto them that call good evil and evil good. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. That's what I say to you, Church of Sweden. May fire and brimstone rain down on your wicked institution. And I pray those that can be saved in it would be. I really do. But I pray to God you're judged. You and every other devil, lukewarm, evil, wicked, pseudo-Christian, corporate entity on the planet. That says you represent God, but you represent Satan. And you're, all you're doing is taking people to hellfire. That's all you're doing. If the blind leadeth the blind, they'll both fall into a ditch. And that's what you got here. And again, would it be better that they keep prospering in wickedness and keep, you know, is that a good thing? No, never is. But I'm a little different than most people that, you know, talk about these subjects. Another verse, Proverbs 17, 15. I mean, this, this couldn't apply to this more if you tried. He that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just, which is exactly what this wicked evil denomination is doing and so many other countless ones around the world are doing. He that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just, even they are both an abomination to the Lord. So see, that's how God sees it. Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And again, that's exactly what they're doing. They have abandoned the Bible probably decades ago. Could care less. They'll, they'll pull their little, out of whatever horrible version they're reading, they'll, they'll pull their little pet verses out of there. And When I was at that Morality Monday, with, at, that, at that mass, basically, pro-abortion thing, where they were using the church to justify abortion. And they were only only happy to have all these preachers up there. Good Lord, have you no fear of God? I mean, that's what they were doing the whole time. They're calling evil good and good evil. No fear of God whatsoever. Justifying the wicked and condemning the just. And see... The pro-abortion crowd loves to hear preachers that call themselves Christians come into alignment with their wicked agenda because it, it makes them feel justified. 
Makes them feel all warm and satanically fuzzy inside. They love it. All right, I'm going to stop here, and uh, we're going to go to part two, switch gears and go to part two. So God bless you, and um, thank you for your prayers, and thank you for, you know, um, the donations that have come in, and the orders, and, and all these things help keep us, you know, in the game. I praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Without my listeners, I would have been gone a long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. And I'd, I'd be the first to admit that. So um, God bless all of you and we will see you in part two.